Oh, it's a bad Dr. Pe- is it flat? I don't even think this is Dr. Pepper. Oh no, is it Diet Pepsi? What? This is Diet Pepsi for sure. What the oh, fuck? Oh wow. Rude. Rude. And it's like ice. That's pro- that's definitely when people when people need to substitute when people need to substitute Dr. Pepper, they always go for whatever the diet beverage is, which blows my mind because like what? I'm trying to kill time while Molly enjoys that sandwich a little bit. No, it's fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have got a bacon turkey bravo on the pod. No, you should have. That's great. Also, it's not the worst thing we've ever done on the pod. Remember when we all got burps? What if we turn yeah. into a food review podcast? That's already done. Yeah, it's done so much. There's like millions of food review YouTube people. It's I mean, insane. also though, like, not like ours is that original either. No, yeah, there's tons of movie podcasts too, but... I disagree. I think we've had the one true original idea in this world. What, we being do bad have at this? <laughs> Doing a podcast and being bad at it, but still persevering for three years. Four years? I don't think yeah. we're that bad. We're it's just a funny year. joke. I cannot believe that. It's a bad podcast. Um, yeah, we're cute. <laughs> we have a unique gimmick, which is pretending to be drunk. <laughs> Don't expose us. I think I said this last week. Um, I know I sound so dumb. <laughs> For 90% of episodes, I am stone cold sober. <laughs> I'm just... That's just how my brain works. To be fair, though, if we're going to go on record exposing ourselves, to be fair first like two years or a solid year and a half at least we were getting hammered for yeah. almost every episode unless you had a special reason not to you know what i mean yeah um which caused some bad times yeah <laughs> a lot, a of, lot sorrow. of very bad episodes <laughs> but good memories <laughs> i have a special reason not to i'm 25 now <laughs> You know, the years have gone by and we've realized it's just not a sustainable way to live. I can't yeah. imagine getting that drunk once no. a week anymore. No. Insane. Am I like, I don't know. Does that make me? No, no? we don't. No, no I totally get that. Yeah, we don't either. Also, we live further apart, so it's yeah, we, gotta we gotta be more now. responsible and stuff. Mm. It'd be like that sometimes into into our real world lives. There was a peep. Anyway. That was too honest of us. <laughs> we need to get back on our bullshit. Dude, well, to be, okay, and it did, like adding on to that, sometimes I'd have to work at like four in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we would still be drinking <laughs> on the pod. It's not very oh good. My god, <laughs> horrible. Jeez. Oh my god. Oh my. Yeah, we Starbucks would. Starbucks is not a fun hungover job. You like might think it would be okay, but it's really. Not. We would be like, we got to start as early as possible. Like, get there at five o'clock. Molly's got to be at work in less than twelve hours. A <laughs> bell. Refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Uh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a bit might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to Tipsy Terror. This is a podcast about horror movies. And the tipsy is just part of the name. <laughs> My name is Harish. I'm Hi. Molly. And I'm, I'm absolutely getting ripped on this bacon <laughs> bravo from Panera right now. I'm Sam. And I'm really happy for Molly right now. <laughs> I'm sad about the Dr. Pepper for you. I'm sad. 
We, I was just telling you a story about how I was disappointed with the Dr. Pepper fail earlier this week, and then this happened. I brought it on you. I almost got a charged lemonade, too. This is what I get. That's what you get. This is what I get. It's charged lemonade mean that there's energy in it? There's caffeine, yeah. Wow. Wow. That shit's ripping. That's like the only thing that holds me back from getting that shit. I'm it like, why waste the calories if I don't have caffeine? No. The, Which the, is, that's a bad way to think. They're good. It's good as fuck. Mm. Um, people... From what I've seen, like the discourse online, um, they were like work pretty well. I'm not like a Minute Maid type of lemonade person, though. No, no, Does it no, taste contra- like that? No, no. Okay, because like it I don't like I don't like canned lemonade and shit like that. It is um like a strawberry lemon mint lemonade. Oh, oh I'm into that. I love good. a good they mint have lemonade. A yuzu lemonade, that's my favorite. Mm. And then a Fuji apple cranberry lemonade. Ginger lemonade is also great. Really? I've never had a ginger lemonade. Isn't that what they have at North? uh, North? Nope. What's it called? North Star? North Star, yeah. I don't know if it's lemon. Their no, ginger ale has ginger, lime and yeah. mint in it. And though. that ginger, is so oh, yeah. fucking good. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you just choked a little. So excited. <laughs> um, that ginger, Our history oh. with ginger ale on this podcast has been well documented, <laughs> but I think we can all agree that North Star has the best ginger ale. It's very good. I can make it. Oh, yeah. nice. I worked, I'll make it next time you guys come over. Sure. I worked a summer at a place that made homemade ginger ale, and I knew how to make it. at this, And it was so good. I love that. That oh my god, homemade ginger ale slaps. I need to clarify: the ginger ale itself isn't homemade because I just use Canada Dry Bold and lemons and mint and simple syrup. Hey, that sounds like a great concoction. It's really yeah. good. I'll make it for you guys. Love me some ginger ale. I think I made up ginger lemonade. I don't think that's a thing. <laughs> it could be. That seems like a pairing that would happen. They have Maybe. lavender lemonade. <laughs> that's like yeah. The world's that's expanded. Ginger lemonade. I just Jenny's like has a freaking everything bagel flavor or something. I I like I just like um like when you go to the fair that kind of lemonade. That's like the lemonade that I like. Anything out of that, like I'm not really into it. I don't like powdered lemonade. No, you gotta like try it. the stuff. It, it's it's good. Anyway, we vetoed being a food review podcast. <laughs> no, we did not. <laughs> We're just kind of on a kick right now. <laughs> Uh, today That's a tragedy, I think. <laughs> yeah. Great segue. Um, we're continuing our series, Woman Moment. Okay, another th- stupid thing we have to get it over with, because um, I posted the Black Swan episode today, which means next week is the next one. Uh huh. And then, so this is gonna come out like at the end of June. Yeah. So are we just doing three women moments? Happy Pride because that's also like like 70 percent of how many of men moments we got stop that worked i like that and i mean i did not do that intentionally i should have posted this episode last week the black swan episode well, no, last week that's fine because also we might we're gonna have to pause because oh yeah i'm gonna be a little distracted for two weeks anyways so. yeah that's true um, but yeah, so this is our last woman moment, and we unintentionally enforced the patriarchy. Well, Harish hates women. It's funny because, like, on Black Swan, <laughs> that's not documented at all. I just edited the Black Swan episode, and you guys are constantly talking about being misogynistic and how much you want to be misogynistic. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> we said that. <laughs> this just proves that we black out. No, 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 no. Because I've been doing an ironic misogyny bit for the past few months. I was fully cognizant. <laughs> yeah. It just goes along with my brand. It makes sense. I, I mean, said it and meant it. It worked for Dasha. I'm joking. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> And look where she's at. Succession. Succession. <laughs> Maybe if I'm misogynic. And- <laughs> <laughs> Looping back to we are not drinking. <laughs> I don't know what they're putting in the bacon turkey bravo at Panera these days. But they need to pull their jets. Anyway, the movie we're watching is also about women and women moments. And it's called Tragedy Girls. And Harish made a joke that it's the my favorite murder. And Origin that's, story. That's why it's <laughs> no. the woman moment. Oh my yeah, God. it's kind of like about true crime obsession, which Samantha talked about last week. It's also like Ingrid Goes West, like obsessed with... Obsessed, yeah, like obsessed. social media obsession. Yeah. <laughs> It's that pickle. It's the pickle. No, yeah, I woke I up gonna say on the record. I woke up at four in the morning. <laughs> oh, oh no! Wow. That's fine. And we're sitting here saying we're sleepy. We should shut up. <laughs> That's fine. That was fifteen hours ago. Wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> I can't stay awake for fifteen hours. I'm. I, it's not possible for me. Anyways, back to this movie. Yeah, social media obsession. You know, girly stuff. <laughs> Just girly things. Jack Quaid. Mm. <laughs> Jack Quaid, my little meow meow. Oh no! <laughs> no, not you! No! <laughs> Don't make me do it. This Samantha a has a spray bottle filled with water. Anyways. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, do we have a letterbox segment? <laughs> we do. I got about two more bites of pickle, so can y'all stall while I finish that up? Well, okay. What brought us to this movie? Was it just the like? I guess when we originally listed movies, we said this is one of them. Well, I mentioned no, it last we were week. watching uh, this uh, uh, scream. Scream, oh, yeah. yeah. And then that. Jack okay, I know another movie with Jack Quaid in it. Yeah. Okay. 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 Sorry. Yeah, and he's in this. Two weeks of Jack Quaid and The Boys is currently airing, so it's really, it's really been a good time for me personally. I've had a good time. I'm sad it's over. Molly? Well, I'm ready to roll on this letterbox. All right. Letterbox segment. Uh, The real (laughs) Chad. That That was a horrific laugh. Please cut that. Check it out at Panera, your nearest Panera. I don't know what kind of sandwich it was. Something with turkey, bacon, bacon something. Bacon turkey, bro. Bacon turkey, bro. I can say that all day long. That's I the only read. thing you can say because that sandwich <laughs> hypnotized you. I'm sorry. It was too good. <laughs> Quick, take a drink of the Diet Pepsi forks? and snap out of it. <laughs> out of five forks, how many forks would you give that sandwich? Honestly, I give it like a four and a half. It's pretty good. Nice. I really like a bacon turkey Bravo. Four and a half of the sandwich and then negative minus how many for the soda. I actually am not a Diet Pepsi hater, but the, all the ice melted, so it's, zero stars. Yeah. It's zero really stars. bad. I'm zero only soda. drinking it because it's in front of me. 
I hate it. watered down soda is one of the worst things. Soda It's like not go- even carbonated at this point. Soda is god tier. Like <laughs> like to me nothing replaces a soda, but when there's water in it, nasty. Ugh. I'm not gonna cut any of this out. <laughs> Cause I feel like at this point, if people are listening to this, then you know, they deserve it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> why are you here <laughs> my god okay i'm ready the real tragedy is these girls never got to kiss each other Ooh. three three and a half three and a half nice job harish nice um i'm gonna save my favorite one for last <laughs> the real tragedy is that bedazzled flip phone case i'm disgusted for real though um two and a half Three. Three and a half. Me after they both killed someone together. Cute. Now kith. <laughs> Four. Four. Three and a half. Damn. At the very end, my dad turned around and said, I hope you and your girlfriend don't get up to anything like this. So that was a vibe <laughs> check. <laughs> Four. Man moment. <laughs> That is so goddamn funny. Uh, four. Four. Nice job, guys. It was. F- they. There's no way they couldn't give it that. That was a good moment, you know. Ew. Jack Quaid looks like a 40 year old man about to refinance his mortgage in this. He does. <laughs> um, three. Uh, two and a half. Three stars. Oh wow. No. Yes. Nice job, Sam. Yeah. Uh, A lot wrong here, but also falls into the category of films with prom scenes where none of the music would be played at an actual prom. Uh, true. Um, Two and a half. Two and a half. One and a half. Ooh. Terrible review. (laughs) Jennifer's body's paint-sniffing little brother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Three. Two and a half. One and a half. Damn. They're just like me, for real. Um. Uh, three. Three and a half. Five stars. Oh wow! Oh. What's better than this? Just gals being pals. Um, Four and a half. Three and a half. Four stars. Just girly things. The movie. <laughs> Four. Four. Five stars. I got one more for you. Dare I say it? But Glee would have done a better serial killer plot line. <gasps> Oh, that one and a half. One and a half review. Two stars. No, that sounds like something Quinn would say. (laughs) Yeah. Well, he didn't write it. I don't think he reviewed this movie. No. You know what? I made Quinn watch this movie with me, and I love this movie. And he did not like it as much as I did, and I got mad at him about it. This does not seem like a movie Quinn would like. Yeah, which is weird though, because he loves the All Cheerleaders Die or whatever movie we watched. Yeah, but that's. That's not the same as this. I yeah, like this I guess. This movie's better than that movie. <laughs> I was so excited to show him that movie. and he, mm, Sometimes it just doesn't work see, out. No, but the difference is All Cheerleaders Die is like... This is very like detached. All Cheerleaders Die is like a real... like Yeah, I guess that's true. A normal person bad yeah. movie, you know? Yeah, that's like, true. Yeah. That's true. I like it more. I don't think I... Lo- did I like that's been that was so long ago that was another lifetime I, I'm not the person I, I was you liked it yeah <laughs> we all gave it a, Harish and I gave it a 7 out of 10 Quinn gave it a 6 and a half out of 10 and you gave it a 5 out of 10 wow. there we go I didn't like it wow and you're wrong for that I think it's a great movie <laughs> that was movie. our second episode <laughs> I forgot about that until just now 
Because I was like, what bad movie just Quinn like? And that popped into my head. <laughs> well, anyway. Quinn and I got in a fight about movies over break. What? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Um, because I was getting on his ass about reading a bunch of stuff four star, four and a half stars. And he pulled out my letterbox and was like, "What's this? What's this? What's this?" And I was like, "I don't know." They're justified when I do. <laughs> um, like the fact that I have every single also, Charlie Brown movie rated five stars because that's true, and I've seen them all. <laughs> I would just say though, you are more generous with your five stars than Quinn is. Though, I am, so, like, 100%. which is what you're calling Quinn out on. So the his argument's invalid, and I'm on record saying that. Thank you for taking my side. <laughs> well, great job on the letterbox segment, you guys. Now let's get into the rest of the podcast. The movie. The movie. Tragedy Girls. So it's like, what if girls were like obsessed with tragedy? Yeah. Wow. What if two little girlies decided they wanted to be serial killers? That's what this movie is. Whoa. What? Spoiler alert. Oop. Sorry. What if Raven and Tara were born a few years later who are they raven and tara the new year i have no idea what you're talking about princess raven you know <gasps> oh, oh my raven. god, god. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes yes oh yes, my yes, god. yes yes it took a second it took a second i think we both kind of had that <gasps> moment mm-hmm. wow. like, that is not the first time in recent memory for me that you've made that reference That's a it's deep a great cut. video yeah <laughs> I follow her on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um. So this movie's from 2017. Yeah. It's fairly low. Like. Yeah. It's like a no. Like the people who made it aren't famous, and mm-hmm. it seems low budget enough. I mean, they have some decent people to get in the movie, but I got to be honest. To me, this film feels like a student budget, a student film with like a higher budget in a lot of moments really? yeah interesting i don't i'm not saying that it's bad but it, it does feel like that in its production and it's kind of to its me, direction. Um, and also the plot especially at the beginning it, it felt like like a mcg movie like the babysitter <laughs> yeah okay i don't like mcg so i don't have yeah. a problem like saying the babysitter. that I don't. I don't like the babysitter, but I like his Charlie's Angels movies. Wow, I like okay. his Charlie's Angels movies, but I those are Drew Barrymore's movies, not McG's. <laughs> like that's just a fact. <laughs> that's that's just a fact. And I mean, McG's greatest stain on mankind, Supernatural. McG did that. Oh well. Yeah. Well, it's an Eric Krupke show, but McG also produced it, right? Hey, Sam, or directed go, it. I have a challenge for you. Go one episode without talking about Supernatural. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's. I'm always thinking about it. Woman moment. <laughs> like, it's always on my mind, especially right now because Jensen Ackles is on The Boys. So what? Yeah, it's an Eric Krupke yeah. show. This is the first I'm hearing of this. He plays Soldier in, Boy. Yeah, he's only in season three. He he's shows new, up in season character. three. Yeah. He looks good too. I gotta watch the boys. You do. His it's character is his I'm character gonna is I'm like gonna watch him love it. He's yeah. perfectly cast. Like it's not even like a oh he's Eric Krupke's boy and they cast him. Like he's he's doing a great job. When does Jared show up? The oh, drama no. is that I bet he won't. <laughs> <laughs> Anything ever come out with that? No. Are they still fighting? I think they've made up publicly. I don't know. Like, I don't follow it that way. closely. I need to know. Google. It is my business. <laughs> I I earned. That, right? I watched every single minute of that show. It's my business. 
that's just a fact and i agree (laughs) sorry i will follow them for life i will be keeping it's gonna be one of those things i'm keeping tabs one of these days i'm gonna be in the car driving and listening to the radio still and i'm gonna hear that one of them has passed and you're gonna slowly place your hand on your chest a little bit right above my supernatural (laughs) tattoo yes that's i'm not joking (laughs) do you have a supernatural i do oh wow i have the supernatural logo you're a liar you're a liar you would have shown me the second you got that i would (laughs) have because i would have been there getting one (laughs) yeah because you can't get one alone that's sad (laughs) don't don't even molly because i don't take that stuff i don't take tattoos seriously we need to get back on track. We are, we, this is a, this is a tragedy. We have gone off the rails. So yeah. we haven't like even talked girls. about a, a second of plot. No, there's two <laughs> girls. This movie's, a, this movie's about vibes. There's two girls, Sadie and Michaela. Um, You'll never remember the who are both X Men. The one X-Men. of them, Michaela, is uh, the actress plays Storm. the younger Storm in the newer X Men. Um, and then uh, Sadie, the actress, plays Warhead. Negasonic Teenage Warhead from the Deadpool movies. Brianna Hildebrand. And um, uh, hold on one second. I just had her page pulled up. It is Alexandra Ship. Yeah. And I got to say, they're both great in this. I'm I'm a Brianna Hildebrand fan for um, Undisclosed Reasons. And... <laughs> <laughs> um i gotta say i like both of their performances i think alexandra ship like bodies i love her character yeah, yeah, yeah they're both good a lot of stuff like the script it's it's like a comedy movie like there's a lot of silly moments and i think like it wouldn't be as good it wouldn't be as funny without like if they weren't as good. i i love when girls are just being girlies like it's my favorite <laughs> thing i love it and like the idea of like them like the concept of them being serial killers i'm like yeah that's so adorable of them to do that even though i will say um i don't i don't like the way it goes for them if that may, i don't know it's not i'm not saying i don't like the ending but like i don't know their characters it doesn't yeah. make sense but anyways i think they're adorable um also they like the way they talk to each other like the script is very like trying to be hip and it oh, would yeah. It would be more embarrassing if they weren't as good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they are like, it's opens with Sadie, like making out in a car with a guy and then a serial killer attacks. And then the guy gets like sliced in the head. With but a machete. then the girls are actually there using that guy's bait and they're capturing the serial killer. Yeah. And they succeed. And they already, they figured out who he was really quickly. The cops don't even know who he is. Yeah. And they immediately are like, we need you to train us. And he says, like, go fuck yourself. No, he just spits in their faces twice. <laughs> That's what he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they hold him captive for a little while and decide they're going to frame him for some murders that they're going to do. Yeah, they have a Twitter account called at Tragedy Girls that they, they want to make it popular. Because they want to be true crime famous. Did you guys know that the number one highest uh, Patreon like thing is a podcast called True Crime Obsessed? Really? Yeah. And I think... I don't even <laughs> think I know I've heard of that podcast. They make like millions of dollars. That's weird. 
Yeah, it's very weird. And they do ads on normal episodes. That's kind of fucked. That is fucked up, right? Um, yeah, I think if you make like a million dollars on Patreon, you don't need to do ads. No, absolutely not. True Crime Obsessed. They have, um, let's see. Oh, does it not show how many? Oh, okay. Almost, they have 49,000 patrons. Um, and their lowest tier is $5 a month. So that's 2500 a month. Wow. Wow. That's, that's $3 million a year. That's so much money. Yeah. Oh, my. And, like, all those people definitely aren't just $5. Yeah, they they have a five seven and a ten dollar tier. Oh, they have even more a twenty dollar tier also. Anyway, just uh, something that I thought about. <laughs> um, just uh, something to keep on the mind. And this this movie is definitely a satire of that kind of thing of like true crime. Yeah, using true crime to become famous. It's a very nightcrawler moment of that. Yeah, nightcrawler yeah. moment. That's a good nightcrawler. I just yeah. thought of that. Wow. Yeah. Nightcrawler moment. Um. But anyway, so they they go to school and they're telling everyone about their account. Yeah. And, and nobody's interested in them. Yeah. The so that's cops, when they make their plan. The cops, I think, like, they... they they're in denial that there's a serial... They don't yeah, believe them. They, they think it's not a serial killer. Um, and also nobody follows their account. And also Jack Quaid is so in love with Sadie. Right. And, and Michaela he, doesn't like that. He's the son of the sheriff. And his mom's been murdered. But that was like a long time ago. But he's not over it. Um, they use the word upworthiness at one point. Sadie says, like, we need to emphasize the upworthiness. What does that even mean? <laughs> Nonsense words. Um, there was that, like, popular page on Facebook, Upworthy, that was like, positive news. I and don't they have videos that at all. But, I mean, but I believe you. But It's I also, recall. like, one of those, like social media terms you know it mm-hmm. sounds like a reddit kind of term but yeah. reddit moment uh, i don't know reddit though so anyway uh they only got one retweet from uh i don't i think it was uh from uh Michaela's Michaela's mom. mom yeah um so they have like a youtube essay video essay that's been edited by it's well done <laughs> it's really good um and it was edited by jack quaid, uh, jack quaid it's Jordan. his in oh, yeah my little meow meow my little film star video nerd meow meow he's such yep. he's such a cutie pie there's a moment where he references like watching dario argento movies yeah. and he just it sounds so unnatural coming for him but also at the same time i'm like yeah he you know he watches argento in, in this first scene like he gives her back a dvd and he's like yeah martyrs <laughs> that was a movie <laughs> which is like okay mm, no, no but he was traumatized was like, by it. yeah she recommended that to him and then he watched it and it, it seemed like he was uncomfortable well, baby and he was like uh yeah i'm getting into like italian filmmakers or european stuff yeah. so you should come over and hang out sometime he's so cute yeah um <laughs> uh they are in cheer um and, and their then, team is bad continue and then the bitch girl gets onto her because of her shoes and they're all like she's a bitch but it's true it's unsafe hey sam what makes you qualified to judge that about somebody um no comment 
<laughs> like what interesting how can you like look at a cheerleading character in a movie i just you can just tell you know it's like it's like you know i actually can't <laughs> tell i thought it was pretty believable and that they were pretty good no. but that's probably because i don't have the insider knowledge no. into the world of cheer no i mean anybody can tell not really. I don't no, know. No, I don't looks think fine so. To me. Yeah, it looks normal. It's really, it's really bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Um, I'm sorry. And she's wearing the wrong shoes. She's wearing the wrong shoes, and they're ugly. Why does she even care? Like, why is she insisting on wearing those ugly ass shoes? I just want to go. I want to say this right now. The styling in this movie is bad. It's yeah. so like it's dated even for 2017. That's not how people dress, and especially the fucking accessories that they wear in their <laughs> hair. I wore that shit in like 2011. Like it's very old, and like the shoes are very bad. Like most of their outfits are really, really dated. I don't know. Even when they look cool, they don't. They should have had them looking like little tumbler girlies. Yeah, which I think is what they were going for. Like little Halsey girlies. Yeah. They were just like not using the right references for it. Because that's definitely like who they are. Yeah. But Mm. like they just didn't style it right. Yeah. Those girls listen to Badlands. (laughs) Yes, they did. (laughs) Those girls listen to a little I like it when you sleep for you're so beautiful yet so unaware of it. Yes. They absolutely. They were keeping track. But they just didn't hit it right, which to me makes it confusing trying to figure out h- how they are, you know, as girl, like as characters, but whatever. Because right. they, they're dressed like fucking nerds. They're dressed like nerds. So, yeah, they have their whole like um, YouTube video thing, whatever. And then also um, every time one of them, like they introduce it, they're like the tragedy girls, plural. Yeah. Yeah. It's always plural. It's they're always, besties. always plural. It's always the two of them. Um, well, at school. Two of us? Yeah. Also, at school, they decide that they're gonna kill a bunch of people to get publicity, and then frame it <laughs> on the actual the serial killer, um, who they have like tied up in some secret room. And I they're don't like know. feeding him dog food. Yeah, it's in some shed. Yeah, I don't know where it is, and they have like a camera set up so like she can always look on her phone. Um. And they, um, after the cheerleader tells her not to do the routine, do you remember? They're like, what a cunt. Yeah. Um, I don't. That was funny. You don't remember that? No. (laughs) I thought they called her a bitch. No. That's better. Um, uh, so Josh Hutcherson, Hutcherson. Oh my God. He has an instant. He's like Michaela's ex. Who seems to be an older guy who hangs around high schoolers. Bad vibes. Bad vibes. Bad but vibes. like he, who he is as a character, that tracks. Yeah, it works. But like, that's unfortunate. Yeah. You know? It's unfortunate that it works. Yeah. Right. And he has an Instagram page with, that has more followers than them. And he's just popular because he's like a cool guy. And he's but also, he happens to be talking about the murders too and yeah. it's making them jealous. He's he's using it for attention. Right. And he's comforting all these high school girls. Yeah. Weird. Very and, strange. Yeah. And Michaela is still not over him. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they go talk to him. Um, Tell and him then, to shout him out and he says no. Right. And then he does uh, not want to do a little promo for promo. He does not. It's not with his brand. Mm-mm. And Sadie wants to kill him. So they do their plan. <laughs> they call. Um, uh, Michaela calls him and then like breathes like. <sighs> breathes into the phone. Mm-hmm. And then he says like three other girls names and then says Michaela. 
And then she, like, I don't know, she plays like a ding noise on the cell phone or something. Something, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, I was number four? Yeah. Uh, and then they follow him in a car and, like, film him crashing. They, like, basically chase him. He has a motorcycle and they're, like, behind him in a car and then he, like, crashes off. So they, like, run him off the, the road, road, right? Yeah. yeah. Why did they film him crashing? That's so stupid. Like, because, like, that implies he, he died then. I know, but, like, you can't release that that yeah that that implies that you did it and that's not what you want they posted it on their twitter account that everyone knows that they run <laughs> and like so like where did they get that footage yeah it's it's odd to me it's a weird plan yeah and i know that like it's supposed to be like they're being so obvious kind of a little bit but i'm like that just doesn't work for me i feel that i agree but anyways, yeah. the, it doesn't work. He doesn't die, so they have to stab him a bunch. Yeah, and also someone drives up, and like Sadie has to talk to him and distract yeah. while Michaela kills. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. the next day, they're expecting to show up at school, and everyone's going to be freaking out. And they're out. practicing their story about yeah. how like th- this morning they drove past and saw him and looked like he was murdered. Yeah, and instead people are like focused on safety because it's believed to be an accident, even though he's been stabbed yeah. a bunch of times because they're downplaying the murder right um and so they also run the prom committee prom planning committee they're the president and vice president of it um and uh one of the girls one of the other girls wants to cancel prom because of the murders um and they're like no it's the same cheerleader who got onto them about their shoes yes she's mm. like their enemy and right after this they find out that she like built like a library one of those little free lending libraries um yeah. and it it's going to the state championships for woodworking I woodworking guess. i guess yeah i read a trivia about that apparently the house is inspired by the michael myers house from halloween oh, oh. That's cute. That. that might not be true give me can i have like two seconds i'll come yeah. back and google that um but yeah they're like talking about the library and they're like yeah, annoyed um so and they decide they're gonna kill her yeah and they like they break the thing so she has to make another one and then they somehow rig her getting qualified for the final no he's she's already going to the final yeah uh okay so she has to get it done quickly though because the finals yeah. are coming up yeah so she is like working at night she stays after school um and is like building fixing this library thing and uh, they start turning off the lights, um, and then she like goes to turn on the lights, and um, they like show up in masks. Mm-hmm. These creepy, like th- it's a cool outfit, like those creepy, like, basically Jabberwocky's masks. <laughs> yeah, but I like mean, they're just different white colors. Masks. Yeah, neon. Um, they don't have them painted yet, do they? No, the not yet. Are revealed at the end. Yeah, and uh, they're in hoodies and black hoodies with jeans. And so she's freaked out at first, but then she looks and she's like, Michaela, and looks at her shoes. The ugly fucking shoes. Yeah. And so they, like, have a fight, and then they, like, they rig something up. They, like, tie her legs and then, like, get her, somehow swing her from the rafters onto, yeah. like, a circular saw, because it's the wood shop. her head. God. Yeah. Pretty cool kill. Uh, it's maybe my favorite and then the after like what they do with the effects after so good um but it still looks like it could possibly be an accident and that's what that's not what they want they want them to they want it to be a murder yeah so they decide to chop her up 
and like throw the pieces around and you know make it gross but then there's a gag where the janitor walks in and doesn't notice them and then turns off the lights it's funny yeah and then the lights come back on because the girl's best friend who she abuses shows up mm. the next morning with coffee and finds her dismembered in the wood shop and her head's like rotating on, on, a, a thing, yeah. on a thingy i don't know what it's it is. grizzly it's is like, it like, like a, a circular saw no it's like spinning it like on some a, sort of rotating maybe it's like a pottery thing it was just know. like something that was there that it was well, it's, yeah it's in like wood circle. shop so yeah kind of like wheel. i couldn't even it was like a wheel or something it was. i don't I know, don't know um but yeah so uh the news lady that they tried to talk to her to earlier who was not interested then is now trying to talk to Michaela um but mm-hmm. like a cop like makes her leave and um Jack Quaid shows up and tells Michaela hey uh my dad the sheriff wants to talk to you and Sadie about where you were because of your twitter account just lie and say that she was watching a movie with or a Dario Argento, a Dario movie. Argento movie. He also notices her bloody shoes. Shoes, yeah, and she's like, "Oh, heavy flow day." <laughs> yeah. Um. So. So. Uh, oh, and then she bullies him because she pretends she doesn't know the name Dario Argento. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. They yeah. So they're interviewed by the cop and like um. Is that the principal or like it seems like a guidance counselor or something like I I feel like he's the principal yeah. but like principals don't care about their kids like that. Yeah, he was like very supportive of them um but yeah, basically they were like yeah, we're just uh trying to um su- like grieve and like support the girl's and- family wanted her- them to speak at her memorial or something. Yeah. And so they have the memorial in the gym and, and they do speak at it. <laughs> They start to speak, but then someone raises up in their hand and says, I, I would like to speak. And it's Craig Robinson. God. And you're like, what? That guy's in this movie? And then at the end, you find out he produced it. Um, and he's Big Al, who is also beloved, like also like lusted after town firefighter, firefighter who has the whole, like the whole town in his yeah. little grass. They yeah. all love him. And it's like, who? <laughs> um so he does this whole speech about how like we can't uh let this happen he has a group searching every abandoned building um to find this killer or whatever um and like the whole crowd is like cheering and stuff for him uh and after the assembly the girls are like oh that's they were like pissed off that he stole their attention Um, so now they gotta kill that guy so they decide to kill him and uh, there, there's also a scene where the killer, like, they're, I don't know, they're doing something at the place where the killer is, and then Sadie, like, leaves the room, and the oh, killer yeah. tries to talk to Michaela, and is like, and say they're oh, like, she's uh, bossing you around always, but, like, you're like me, like, we love to kill, and she's just in it for, like, you know, the fame, mm-hmm. and she's gonna leave you behind. Um but Michaela doesn't fall for it because uh, you can't break up because they're besties BFFs like that. Yeah, um, unless you're Jack Quaid. <laughs> um, they uh, they go to kill Big Al, who's working out at a gym called. It was something guns. It was like a gun pun. Gun. 
gun shooters gun, or something. Uh, um, guns blasting. Gun, gun yeah. blasters. Gun yeah, blasters, gun or, blasters something. or something. Yeah. something. Yeah. It's a very strange name for uh, a gym. So his trainer is there with him spotting him, but uh, the trainer leaves and he continues to work out. And the trainer clearly knows he's going to keep um, yeah. doing like the presses. And then Michaela shows up and she's like, oh, that guy, he just told me like I could get in my 30 minutes and she's like flirting with him. It's uncomfortable. It is extremely uncomfortable. And even he looks extremely uncomfortable. But then she knocks over his water and insists on refilling it. But then she's planning on like poisoning him. Yeah, she puts some poison in it and brings it back to him and then like tries to get him to drink it. But like he keeps getting interrupted or something. But then out in the car, Sadie gets texts from Jack that are like, I need to talk to you quick. I'm going to be at your house in 20 minutes. So Sadie's like, fuck, we got to get this over with. Yeah. So she goes inside and then the fire marshal dude hears a noise and like investigates. Yeah. And then uh michaela sees that sadie's there and then like uh the dude comes back and then like sadie tries to hit him with something but he's too strong and he like fights them off pretty easily but yeah. then and he goes i think like right before um uh the fight starts he drinks um from the water bottle yeah. that uh, michaela poisoned so he goes and he's choking sadie um and uh and she then he gets stabbed him. yeah she stabs him yeah, and then he falls back on the um, bench, and then they drop the weight on him, and it it like, like cuts his skull, his head in half. His head in half. But also, I just want to note Oof. that there's pretty funny moments in this where they're like throwing weights back and forth yeah. at each other. It's really at one point they like throw one really hard, and then he just catches it. Yeah, and I was like, I could never do that. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah. Um. Uh yeah, so he dies that way and then um the the trainer finds him the next day and uh Sadie goes back home and she meets Jordan, Jack Quaid. Mm-hmm. And uh the reason he wanted to meet her was because he copied a bunch of files from his dad's work computer and it's he super wants to illegal. give it to her. Yep. He loves her. Yep um and the next day they have a hundred and five thousand followers yeah um, so they start like trying to utilize his death for their yeah there's a town meeting because like and school's canceled because big al's dead and but they're not finally because taking their it seriously. Uh, student was murdered in the school three kids died and uh, nobody cared but big al but big al <laughs> no because that teacher yeah there's randomly a teacher in here we don't give a shit about her at all all you know is that she was like she loved big al she's bitter about the girls and she smokes cigarettes yeah that's she, it she like shames them for taking advantage of his uh Death. the murders uh, to promote their twitter account and she's like right but like she, i don't know she's you can't weird just target it. students yeah. like that yeah sure. <laughs> like talk okay. to them after class don't like target them in front of the entire the rest of the class you yeah, know okay <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, anyway, so there, there's a town meeting, and um, it's giving like Donnie Darko. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, like what town has town meetings? Right. Um, it also does seem like a pretty small town. It it is fairly small. Yeah. Everyone knows each other, and everyone's thirsting after 
Fire Marshal Big Al. And everyone hates the sheriff. <laughs> yep, nobody likes the sheriff. Um, uh, also, another thing that we haven't mentioned yet is that Jordan, the sheriff's son, his mom I said is it, dead. was murdered. And oh. they don't know. It's unsolved. Yeah. And like, yeah. Um, but he thinks it was a murder. But oh, they yeah. think it was an accident. It, it was ruled as an accident. Yeah. Um, uh... Right, they have a town meeting, and then like everyone's phone, everyone gets a text, which is a picture of Big Al's like dead body, all like with his head crushed, um, and like basically like it starts. Everyone's mad at the sheriff, and they start yelling, and then they go out and they decide to like march to the to the police station or something like that. I don't know. It'll come up again later too, but I just want to say it now while I'm thinking about it. I truly think the effects in this movie are awesome. Yeah, the low budget. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. they work really, really well. Yeah, you can tell where they what they prioritized here. And I'm glad they did. Like it looks awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's really gross, especially when it's head crushed. Like I. Yeah. Even like looking at the dead body was like I yeah. shudder every time. I agree. Um, shudder. I think that's the app where we watch this. That might be my second favorite. <laughs> I still think Woodshop Death is like so fucked up, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I, I also like the um, Woodshop one, but this this was fun. The whole fight in the in the gym was really fun too. Yeah, yeah and it's like scary for a second because you're like, these girls yeah. aren't sm- no like, way they're winning. It was like this moment where like sometimes they're kind of too good at outsmarting everyone. Yeah in this town but this was one of the moments where you're like oh my god these are high school girls like right. fighting like a grown, a grown scary man, man and he almost just, like, chokes one of them to death yeah yeah <laughs> it was intense like it and i think it paid i think that paid off and i think like i don't know how intentional this aspect was like on the delivery but i really feel like it gave them some like more realism and some death to have almost failed yeah yeah that's in that true. kind of way, it made them seem like not invulnerable. And I think part of what this is getting at, and we can talk about this more in the analysis, is like the culture of being online makes you feel like you are kind of invulnerable mm-hmm. and detached yeah, from yep. reality. Like you're not really grounded in the reality of the situation with how you're posting online. And I, I read a whole article about this today, so it's like at the forefront of my mind. Right. About how you portray the authentic self yeah and kind of the manufacturing of authenticity and i think this does a good job showing more of the reality of the situation like even though it's a movie and they are able to get out of it right they're so and it works well with like psychopathic characters like just the removal of empathy that comes with being online in this way and i feel like that removal of empathy is really bad in the true crime like community and people who are really into that's stuff true. like that um I'm talking about like six different things and trying to make them all fit in one topic. (laughs) But I really like the characterization as like teenage girls in that like interaction with the digital space. And it's such a vulnerable time to be a teenager. And so to have them be like strong, like driven female characters that have this like dependence on like internet validation, it, it feels very real. And it's done in a way that like works really well for a horror movie too. Mm-hmm. So I like that balance. And then like additionally, kind of going back to like com- like it's very much as a commentary on like toxicity of the true crime community. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that works really well. Do you think a true crime podcaster has killed somebody? 
Um, I doubt it, but not you in never this know. way. Not in this way, but that'd be interesting, right? Not a podcaster, but that like um, Luca Magnata guy was like posting online all the time and like trying to be. I don't know. Like socially influenced. The don't fuck with cats guy. Oh, Uh, yeah. I haven't watched that. I haven't. He was like very much trying to be like a celebrity. It's the new cult leader. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah. um, I don't even remember another way to talk. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was saying, I don't even remember where we were in the movie. I'm what sorry. I brought. I started talking about the internet. <laughs> they're mar- um, I'm going to talk about it a little more later, but... They're marching, and... Um, oh, yeah, for Al. The killer escapes, uh, and then they realize it because someone's impaled. <laughs> I have another point about the internet, too. Um, in the internet, in regards to community, like, this whole community is, like, out and involved in the search for this, and the way they engage, like, as a community interpersonally as a group in the circumstances very different i feel like than how they're engaging with the tragedy online like online everyone is kind of twisting it to benefit themselves and you see that like it tra- <laughs> like sadly in real life too like if somebody dies everyone's oh, always yeah. posting about how close they were to that person they were like, friends yeah. or i'll never forget that time in class when they said right. this and it's like what exactly and on one hand i i understand like the grief and loss a community faces when somebody yeah like passes away within that community but on the other hand like there's always going to be like the well and, and true or not like per- like perceived or not um people talking well this person doesn't really know this person and like that's like i feel like they're not they're just like posting to get attention and blah 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 blah, blah. and if that's true or not like whatever but that's a whole interesting aspect of like loss and grief and tragedy mm-hmm. huh? um within a community but i i feel like that couldn't happen in the same way without like the element of being online where everything that you post is like this commodification of self and trying to make yourself seem like something else and they're trying to seem like true crime people but they're killers yeah yeah and they're doing it all for the attention for the fame Mm -hmm. um it's so interesting that people now take the route of true crime for fame like that's interesting right that was like oh it's, my god it's not that like it was never a career like it's always been around like true crime fascination like when i was growing up i know my mom liked true crime um but it's like really taken off now like the ability to like make a name out of yourself for solving true crime is like insane it I, is pretty weird yeah or, or just even talking about true crime i used to be really like there was a i period. used to like true crime you're going i've gotten over it but same yeah. I, I got over it real fast. It was like suddenly you wake up and you're like, stop. I had a huge issue. Yeah. And like it would be like I would watch the videos where people do their makeup and talk about true crime yeah. cases. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And on one hand, sometimes I still think stuff like that is interesting. But I realized I, w- I, realized I was like sitting down to eat breakfast. I'm like, oh, I'm going to put it on a true crime YouTube video. I'm like, no, yeah. that's a person. That's yeah. like yeah. so fucked up. I was like really disgusted with myself. And like, it's just not good. Well, even like buzzfeed unsolved that's true crime and i loved that show when they were like originally making it and even like down to that like you don't realize how much you're consuming of it and like i had to like actively like filter it out Mm -hmm. where i'm not like doing i mean like even like s town and stuff like that like that's not quite true crime but like stuff like that it's like why is that so big i think there's probably a way to do it ethically and consume it ethically 
for myself, I haven't found that line where I think, I'm okay doing it. But like, it, you know, like it is out there. I, I will mean, say, out of all the things, BuzzFeed Unsolved is probably one of the least fucked up ones because they're mostly doing like old, older like stuff, old yeah. famous like cases. They're not yeah. like trying to solve shit. They're just giving facts and making jokes. I think there's like some value in like like books and stuff. Yeah. Like the um, you know, Patton Oswald's yeah. wife. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. She wrote a book and like revealed that the Golden State Killer was a cop. And yeah. like there's value in like knowing when the cops fail or like knowing the fact that the cops yeah. are failing and like not just incompetent mm-hmm. not doing their jobs i like that that side of it the exposure of like the fumbling of the bag right um yeah and like like zodiac i've recently like there's like a conspiracy theory about how the zodiac was might have all been like fake and it was all like drug related murders that the cops covered up and blamed on a zodiac killer um that's a current popular that theory does it is, have legs yeah really there's there's one specific guy who's done a lot of research who's like he's kind of like a online crank but he like has a (laughs) lot of yeah he has a lot of he has like a but like what was robert graysmith if not exactly that in the 70s you know like they're the same kind of people yeah there's also like when you look at the reports the the stuff in the book doesn't agree with the actual reports you yeah, know he, so grace has been kind of a little distrusted in the zodiac community i guess so, now. but like um that uh, doesn't mean this movie zodiac by david fincher is not a perfect masterpiece of a film because it is um yeah the reason i was saying <laughs> that's that another thing was, that's a true crime but that's a good true crime thing you know it's yeah zodiac yeah he's called this guy an online crank well no like seriously if you like look into it he is an online crank he, like, i've never heard somebody called that <laughs> no! specifically he like harasses I'm, like, delighted right now he like harasses like cops who like worked on the <laughs> on the thing and is like hey why won't you answer my questions and stuff like he's the zodiac i don't <laughs> i don't I, i'm actually like I don't know. Just look up like Zodiac fake or something like that. I like he's very famous for being the main Zodiac questioner. Anyway, um, so but yeah, I think there is value in some of these, like um, the Golden State Killer thing, and like mm-hmm. cases like that where um, it like shows off a failure of the police and um, just like a way or like serial even. Where like you're trying to, um, I loved that. Prove that, yeah. Like you're trying to, an injustice is being proven. Yeah, yeah. That kind of thing I think has some value. But like making comedy bits about it is probably not as respectful. You know. I agree with that. And again, like I, I think it's fine if you if that's something you enjoy. As long as you can like recognize the criticism and like understand and like mm-hmm. have empathy yeah i don't know it's tough though i'm 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 pretty put off on it yeah so uh um so then this lady gets impaled <laughs> yeah so they realize <laughs> okay let me back up we're like we're just, like it's so weird to talk about a movie right after like talking about like the realness of it like that's so jarring I mean, that's part of the movie is like yeah. the way it reflects the real world 100 percent. i so, think it's oh it's fascinating it's a valuable thing to talk about mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so they tell the cops that, oh, we think someone's following us because our account is so popular and they like describe what the guy looks like the killer that they Mm -hmm. know who he looks like um and the cops like i don't care (laughs) not interested yeah (laughs) um maybe you should not like post your location all the time or something he says (laughs) kind of based i think michaela's like i would rather die it's the other one sadie Sadie. or whatever (laughs) yeah she says i would rather die um they the this is when the teacher also calls them out um it's a in class uncomfortable scene yeah and they leave because like the teacher is bullying you in class yeah a little strange <laughs> but uh, also like come on knowing what we know as an audience you're like okay like uh, she's right but also yeah uh, not right. don't do that to a student right exactly um they meet jordan um and michaela like he's like no i gotta take i am out i'm not involved with this anymore i gotta help my dad that's more important and michaela's like pissed off she's like no your dad's useless the sheriff's useless just like when your mom was murdered um which is pretty fucked up fucked up thing to say um and so like they leave and also uh, he like steals like a phone out of her he because he saw them send out the mass text with the picture right. at the memorial thing yeah um so he steals her phone but he thinks it's only michaela he doesn't think sadie has anything to do with it right my sweet little meow meow he's got rose col- he's got rose tinted glasses yep um so Michaela's like, we got to kill him. Like you're too attached. We got to kill him. Um, and also he's like, you know, he's annoying. Um, so Sadie's like, okay, I'll kill him. He's my friend. So they go to his house. Um, the sheriff's asleep on the couch and like, uh, Sadie like texts him and, uh, they go upstairs to his room and he's like, I have something to tell you. And she's like, so do I, but you go first. And she's like slowly pulling out a knife. Yeah. She's there to murder him and Michaela's listening in on everything. And he's like, I think it's Michaela because she said something about my mom being murdered and everyone thinks it's an accident. And also, um, and Sadie's like, Michaela's like a kid. Yeah. Um, When it happened, he's like, I don't know. But, um, and he also says like he found her, he snuck into the school and uh, found her psych profile or something and yeah so he like thinks it's her is that a thing that schools have no i don't think so no i mean i guess if you regularly saw the counselor there would be a file on you kind of like that but like what school keeps psych profiles it's very strange yeah i know the plot needed it because it's never it hasn't been established that she's like known for being like you know like she's a popular girl and she's like quite normal and well liked in the society so like it's very it's a it's just because they needed it you know i mean they didn't really because he also has the phone that's the third thing he brings up is he saw her like send out a text right before everyone got the photo it's still bizarre to me that he connects her to his own mother's murder like it's so far-fetched and i mean i know it pays off to it's true which is stupid but it's so far-fetched i don't like that part either i think it's dumb yeah so they talk and she's like no whatever and then like he they kiss and then the killer shows up the killer shows up and then he like knocks on the door 
on the bedroom door and Jordan and thinks it's his dad. He slashes Jordan. Yep. And then he fights with Sadie, but Michaela like throws a rock um, through the window to wake up the sheriff. Who um, hears Sadie screaming. And he goes upstairs and like the guy Shoots runs the guy. out. He gets shot by the sh- sheriff and, and then, then like jumps out the window and then still manages to run the way run away because yep. that's how it works yeah and michaela follows him yeah um and they the sheriff finds the two kids upstairs um and jordan is still alive but he has been hurt um sadie calls nine one one. yeah even though she was originally planning to kill him anyways mm-hmm. And then two weeks later, Sadie is getting an award for saving Jordan. And the news reporter lady, who's been throughout this entire movie, uh, asks her, so what's next for the tragedy girl? And then Sadie goes to correct her and then decides not to. And Michaela's pissed. Yeah. Um, And then they have a fight during the plan uh prom planning meeting uh in the gym and they try to code it as prom planning but it's about the murder and it's very obvious it is <laughs> yeah and sadie's like i never needed you um and then they fight and then they like split up they're not friends anymore and there's this whole montage of them like being sad and missing each other but also like living their separate lives and also the teacher being an alcoholic now <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um but like Sadie, Weird choice. <laughs> but like, yeah, and so now Sadie and um, Jordan are they're now dating, like dating but she's officially. Like bored, like while they're like he's kissing her and yeah. she's bored. There's yeah. And then when the montage in, ends, it's prom, and Jordan's picking Sadie up. Yeah, um, and they go to prom, and Michaela is does not have a date, but she gets into a limo, and who's driving? The killer, the yeah, um, this fucking the guy. Rosedale Ripper, <laughs> and they like do like an evil laugh. It's pretty fun. Um, so then they kill the teacher. <laughs> yeah, they kill the teacher. Um, uh, I, you know, I, someone pours alcohol in the punch. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I remember. I thought more was gonna come of that, but it didn't. Yeah, not really. Just the one girl got drunk, <laughs> and. Also, the theme is a night to remember, and the Titanic. The Titanic is the decoration. The decoration, very uh, incredible. I would not feel comfortable at that prom. Yeah, why would anyone? I mean, hey, well, the way it ended, it was you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the teacher finds Michaela outside, and then they kill the teacher, um, Michaela, and the killer. Then they go into prom. They go into prom. I don't know. Eventually, at some point... Somehow they end up in an attic thing. Yeah. Uh, Sadie goes to explore and, like, finds Michaela in, like, this weird backstage type of area. Um, and uh, Michaela's like, dude, like, why do you hate me? Um, and then she talks about killing um, Jordan's uh, the mom. mom. Uh, and she felt, like, really guilty, but, like, she kept it together just for her best friend. And then... After all that, like, you left me for her freaking son. Which, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the murder, Lowell shows up, the killer. But then and- but then Michaela says that she wasn't there to kill Sadie. She was there to, like, save her or whatever, implying that, like, they were going to 
kill the guy together and frame yeah. him. So like they know to each other like oh like we're best friends again. Mm-hmm. But so Jordan's like a tussle and and Jordan's kind he's of he's hiding behind like like basically like a set. It's like a theater set. Yeah. Um, and then he pushes it over and it falls on the on the killer and they run up like a, some just upstairs and. The killer gets up and then they go like he has his machete out and then uh, Michaela like yells at him and he's she's like no I said she's off limits just him yeah um, and then they have an argument and he's like uh, after all you did to like, me like I'm gonna kill you yeah I'm gonna do revenge do that revenge to you whatever uh, but then like she shoots him um, and uh, then like. Sadie and her hug and they're like oh we miss uh I miss I mean, you. It, it's so cute yeah, yeah. <laughs> they like go from they murder somebody and then they're like oh my oh, god I love you yeah. yeah adorable and Jordan's like get away from her no she's evil we're gonna get my dad I read something about their whole falling out plot line Heather like that should have been cut and I was like no I like it. Yeah. I like that. The, I like the fickleness of high school friendships. Yeah. Even like your best friend. Oh, yeah. Like, you get girls pissed over all the time. small thing. Yeah. Honestly, I like that. That is what like made the movie for me. Because mm-hmm. like if if that wasn't in it, I don't think I would have liked this movie at and all. How quickly they go to like loving each other again. Yeah. It really works. Um, the thing I don't like is their last move that they do, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, so they hang Jordan. Like Jordan's like, Oh no, I know you, you're not really like that. You're the real you is like, you know, I love you. And then she like stabs him. She's like, you don't know me at all. And then, or she doesn't no, stab she, she him. She puts she, a noose around his neck and then uh, pushes and, it. And, they hang meow, him. Meow. and then he chokes and he looks like shit. Oh when my he's God. Choking. This is part of the cinematic universe of movies where Jack Quaid is dying and it gives me the ick. <laughs> <laughs> he just, it, it's just a pathetic three. thing to watch somebody die. Scream 2022. Yeah. Tragic girls, 2017. And then hunger games. He does look pathetic when he out. dies in hunger games too. What? Yeah. He get, shot with a bunch of arrow or an arrow shut up damn be a man yeah <laughs> i'm just kidding grow up i'm just kidding and the tragic thing of it all is is that he is so good looking up until the fact where he's dying you know yeah but i he mean it's hard pitiful. it's hard to look hot and sexy when you're dying pathetically i yeah he did die pretty pathetically in all of them yeah it's very unfortunate um but- yeah so so then they set the gym on fire they lock everyone in the gym and send a photo of the like doors chained up and then set the gym on fire and everyone everyone dies dies. and they're the only survivors and they're just chilling outside and And they're famous now (laughs) yeah they're famous and they're going off to college and it's like to me it just doesn't work it just doesn't work as like a final button they should have just left it at murdering the boyfriend (laughs) and murdering the killer and then them getting the fame from that because the high school would have worshipped them it just doesn't work to me like why they would murder who they're following would be like that's like really boost and support them and those people in that place and they just fucking murdered them no it does not work and I know that it's just supposed to be shock value and stuff but it's like no that's not how they think I don't know. I have a right. problem with it. It's yeah. I don't know. Um, it's to show how fucked up they are. But oh, and they wear their little their masks. masks that are painted neon now, green and pink. Um, 
Yeah, and then they're going to college, and they also like were interviewed on on like news, yeah. and, and they like, seem have to be implying that they're going to do the same shit while they're in college, and it's yeah. like no, whatever. Yeah, and that's the movie. Um, so I think like the reason that I like like the I I feel like throughout the first half of the movie, I do not care about these two girls like. They're just like dull because they're they don't really have emotions and mm-hmm. they're just yeah. like you know they're they detached. just want to kill people yeah nothing and means anything when they have the falling out like that gives them like actual like character and emotion and that gives me something to care about and so like that's why like I think like that's why I didn't like it the first time but like now rewatching it. Uh, uh, I think I like appreciate their like falling out in their relationship and I like it more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> I think you're right. No, you're right. Cause like I was already thinking of, I looked at my original rating of it and I think I am going to slightly boost it yeah. because I did appreciate it more this time around than the first time I watched it. I still don't think it's like a perfect film or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, there are serious flaws to it, but like, I appreciate it more than I did. I still think you can tell that it's a lower budget film, but it, that's that's not a that's not a dig in it. I think it is funny. Like there are like really funny parts, and yeah. like it's very silly. Um, and the silliness also like helps with like the fact that you know it's so sociopathic. Yeah, it does. It does have its moments where it just feels it's, student filmy to me, but yeah. It's, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, I feel like I could have read the script at the, of the, for just start that this started as in Scott Spears's class. <laughs> <laughs> you should beep out Scott Spears, <laughs> but that's like, I don't know. In a college film class. Yeah. But yeah. I still think it's good. I liked it. Screenwriting class. Should we do segments? Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. What'd you do? They're just like us for real. No. Can't be me. No. Um, Unfortunately, I would die because I would be at prom, but uh, so I would die in the fire, but I would not have been involved in these plot lines at all, at all. Also, my family, if people were out murdering people, I would never have been allowed to leave my house. Mm -mm, Never. I feel like it. Yeah, I probably would have snuck out, but I wouldn't have been Um, allowed in my house. I think um, when I was in high school, I definitely would have been following the tragedy girls and like really like yeah. Turning I probably on would too actually watching all their videos. Yeah, I would have been a fan. I would have, especially because it's like local, so you want to keep up. Like I was for sure. Anytime any kind of thing happened in my town, I was like tuned into that. Yeah, yeah. So I would have been following it, but and I would have died at the prom, but like I wouldn't have interacted. I yes. probably would have known the girls, but no, for no reason in particular, but. Um, Maybe I would be Jack Wade. <laughs> could be, yeah. Yeah. A, a video nerd video type. Video guy, yeah. That's a good know, character. But probably not the cops. I would so. be out there killing people, you know. <laughs> I was like way too stressed out with school. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not have the time. I had no, extracurriculars. I had a job. Not. Like I, I had just, volleyball I year round. Like fuck that. Like I just don't have time for this. Yeah. I did have a social life, I swear, but not like killing people and yeah shit. me too um <laughs> um so yeah you know i wouldn't be involved but i would have definitely died yeah mm-hmm. yep uh so uh acting award 
On this podcast, we have a few different acting awards. There's the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting. It's an award we give to a good movie. We have the Mishioka Award. Uh, the movie's kind of mid, but you want to recognize an actor that did a good job. And then finally, we have the um, Jensen Accolade. You tried your best in a shitty movie. Um, the movie's really bad, but you still want to recognize an actor that like showed up to do the job. Um, all that good stuff. Gosh, I didn't even put any thought into who this should go to. I guess Michaela, the actress. What's her I'm name? I'm giving it to Michaela Alexandra Ship. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll give her a Jared. I think she's mm-hmm. the best acted, but she wore the worst accessories. Oh my god, <laughs> I don't fault her for that. But Jesus Christ, yeah, she was fantastic. I thought it was. Um, this is such a strange like critique I had, and I'd like check myself in the middle. I'm like, she could be doing a worse job right now. I was like, yeah, yeah, like I think absolutely she could have played this role like to like the wrong way and i think yeah. she did just the right amount of nuance and like understanding of the character she could have gone to joker moment with it and that would have ruined it yeah she could have gone to like bitchy high school girl i think that also would have ruined it like i feel for her even yeah. though she's straight up like a serial killer right but like i feel for her um yeah. i'm glad I, I i just really like the characterization she brought i think she did an amazing job like the emotions felt like real in mm-hmm. a lot of the scenes like i really liked it but I think everyone in this movie did a good job as their parts. Like, it's a well-acted movie. Like, yeah. people yeah. people aren't too over the top. Mm-mm. Like, everyone's roles are, like, believable characters in, like, this kind of setting. And this is how they would respond. Except for that teacher. I don't understand her. Teachers, but yeah. the teacher was just really random. But everyone else was great. Random. I think um, uh, Michaela is, like... Um, because the other girl, Sadie is like more of the straight man and Michaela is more of the wacky mm-hmm. character. I agree. And I think like she plays it well because she does that and she is like very funny and silly in parts <laughs> when she calls the other girl. I think it was her when she calls the other girl C word. Oh, yeah. Um, well, yeah, because she was the one who was wearing the shoes. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's one part where <laughs> they're, like, in a cafe, and then they're, like, talking about who they should kill, and she, like, looks over at the guy making the smoothies and, she, and like, she's like we should kill the smoothie guy and she like waves flirtatiously and she's like he knows oh <laughs> he like God. looks away it was funny just like the way she delivered that line was funny yeah. and it wouldn't have been funny if it was like played differently yeah i agree um and uh but in addition to that she's the funny one and she's also like to me she's the emotional core because she is the one who gets betrayed yeah and, like, she's she, being abandoned yeah has to like we watch her like feel that and I, I i like that as well so and even though she goes to like her dark side moment like she doesn't abandon her best friend right mm-hmm. yep and that's like what you think she would be doing you know yeah it's like the twist it's cute it um, works um but yeah so that um she gets the jared <laughs> alexander ship from me mm-hmm Oh, what's the next segment? Villain ranking? The are, tragedy girls? Yeah, are yeah. they called? They're, they're the tragedy girls. Plural. Oh my God, do you guys remember when we watched Mary Shelley's Frankenstein with Robert De <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Every goddamn day. <laughs> they're slopping. Thank God, they are slipping and slopping for so long. I can start. Uh, mine's pretty easy. I got them at a cool number three. Um, I like this movie a lot, and I like them... 
And I think like although they're a character where we've seen versions of it, like some I would like I would argue most like a lot of it's the characterizations of this kind of character are better um, because of the writing is better. I still love it. And I think like they were still able. I feel like I'm not talking like a person right now. I feel like they were still able to do like so much unique like twists on the character that like made it really fresh. And I, I, I think they're great. This is called. This movie's called Tragedy Girls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It should be personally. I think it should be called at Tragedy Girls, like, <gasps> like a at Twitter. Zola. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have them at number uh, seven under Ghostface and above the Pontifex Society and the entity from um, the Empty Man. I like them. I think they're like cute, and I really like them as characters. Um, I don't feel threatened by them at all, though. Like, I feel like if I was in high school and they came at me, I probably could have taken them on. It wouldn't really have been that big of a deal. Uh, they're crafty, but I can get craftier. Mm-hmm. Um, I put them at number six, and nice. they're underneath the cult from the House of the Devil, and right above Victor Frankenstein from the Curse of Frankenstein. <laughs> um... Yeah, they're, I mean, they're entertaining, uh, but, you know, they're not the best to me, you know, yeah. I don't know. They had some, like, really fun kills, though. Yeah. Those I mean, they're creative. Really I'll yeah. give them that. They kill people very creative and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very good plans. Uh, and they're crafty. They're so. Cool. <laughs> what were you Recommend, saying? Oh, are we, we rate now? Rating, yeah. What are we rating it out of? <laughs> likes Ooh, yeah <laughs> that's a good one i like that I, like let's do likes i don't even need to list off other ones i like that one a lot mm-hmm. out of 10 likes i already know what i'm gonna give it um yeah. i'm gonna slap a cool seven on it i think i originally my rating was like a six but i'm gonna bump it up a little bit i definitely appreciated it quite a bit um i wouldn't put it anywhere near like my favorites i've seen um even in horror but i still think it's super fun like i'm not opposed to watching it again but i'm not going to be in a rush mm-hmm. but i'm glad we did when we went into this i was not looking forward to watching this movie actually and I'm, yeah. I'm i'm happy we did i liked it yeah um i'll go next uh i'm giving it an eight eight stars eight likes um i yeah i i did i also liked this much more the second time than i did the first time um and i like really like the i think the girls at the core of it are like really great um and they uh, they're the reason it's good Mm -hmm. honestly if like other other i don't know if other actors could have pulled this off yeah they they were well cast um yeah i just didn't really feel connected to it at first and especially at the beginning like you wouldn't it's just girly things it's fine (laughs) it's very like they're very they're too emotionless i think yeah at the beginning um they're just like too perfect um in the in how you know sociopathic they are and like mm-hmm. just not caring about anything except for their twitter account um and i i think that is the reason i didn't like it the first time but this time i like it a lot more because of their falling out and their that stuff um I liked more, uh, but yeah, and fun, interesting kills. Mm-hmm. Um, so eight out of ten. Oh uh, yeah, 
I was on Letterboxd and I had given this movie five stars. I think I need to roll it back a little bit. I'm also going to give it an eight yeah. likes. Um, I love this movie. I think it's great. I will probably watch it anytime. Um, it's probably about the fourth time I've seen it. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. And to me, like a slasher, like in this context should be just fun. Yeah. And I like it. I like the references that it like achieves and then the references that it tries are also okay. And yeah, they're just, it's just goofy. And I love like, I love commentary about social media and the internet. So I was like, okay, perfect. You don't say. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. Hey, new game. Um, Take a shot every time I bring up the internet. (laughs) I'd be, I'd be drunk for the podcast. Bro, we started this podcast before I got really into that album. There's a shift. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Things changed. (laughs) Yes. Um so recommendations. I for once in my life actually have a list. Let's go. go. No, it's not very long, but um Happy Death Day. I would put this movie in the same camp as Happy Death Day in the sense of like the type yeah. of fun. Like it's not a great, like a perfect movie, but it's the same kind of fun that you get out of it. Um uh the movie The Final Girls which um is the one where like her mom was a movie star and then they go into the movie and the slashers like after them i used to get these movies i still actually get those two movies mixed up because one the titles but two (laughs) just the concept of like um becoming in a slasher yeah i don't know just like the slasherness of it um behind the mask that mockumentary movie about oh, like yeah. that guy that's a serial killer rise of leslie Vern. um so good. freaky the one where it's that newer one where vince vaughn is Switches, with freaky yeah. fridays with that girl and i will say i i don't think that movie is like amazing and i actually like cannot stand vince vaughn but the yeah. only reason that movie works is because vince vaughn is in that role and i like it i want to cringe saying that but that's <laughs> His performance is very good. I'll give him props. Um, Thoroughbreds. Yeah. Uh, when we kept talking about how like detached they are, I was like, oh my God, remember Thoroughbreds? I liked that movie a lot when it came out. Yeah. Um, just because also like I'm in love with both of the leads of that film. That's um, true. Yeah. That is like this, a similar type of thing. Yeah. But that it's, also... That's way more sad. <laughs> this... I feel like this is more um, cartoony. Yeah. And that is more of like a drama. Yeah. But I liked Thoroughbreds a lot. Um, and then they meant, I think in one of the, somebody mentioned Jennifer's body er- earlier. Yeah. It was in the review. Okay. Yeah. 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 In also the box review. That was everything. Jennifer's body's paint sniffing younger brother. <laughs> Great sentence. Um, I have another list. Uh, Sam mentioned Nightcrawler earlier. Oh, I want to yeah. back that. Uh, very good. That that's a perfect movie. I want to back the Babysitter too. I'm I'm here to defend the movie The Babysitter. I think it's fine. Uh, Ingrid Goes West, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. If you like um, Billy Magnuson, you'll love Ingrid Goes West. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Magnuson so high for rise. Literally, if I know he's in a movie, that's an automatic yes, I'll watch it. Like, I don't even I care what the him. movie is. If I know he's in it, I, I will turn it on. I love him. If I know he's in it for five minutes, I will watch it. He plays the dick so well. I know, so I well. I lo- I'm obsessed. And I love when he's fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. And when he's a stupid asshole. Oh, boy. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) that's cinema baby Ingrid goes west 
Ingrid goes west. Um, Assassination Nation. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Otherwise By... known as SS Nation Nation. <laughs> I yeah. love calling it that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Vavitch, like you have to say yeah. SS Nation Nation. <laughs> yeah, you do. By what's his name? The Euphoria the, guy. Yeah. Sam Levinson. Sam Unfortunately, Levinson. yeah. I liked Assassination Nation. Yeah, me too. Uh, but um <laughs> I don't like Sam Levinson. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm serious about one of those. Um <laughs> that movie. <laughs> If you already have complicated attraction towards Joel McHale, that is not a movie you should watch. I hate, I think that movie is what made me stop liking Joel McHale. (laughs) Like, I don't like him. I talk shit about him all the time. Do I not? Yeah. Like, I constantly comment on how uncomfortable he makes me feel. I don't like him. Um, I think he's like rude and i know that like that's his whole persona and stuff but just it's some something in history clicked and i stopped liking him because i've always been a fan of his and i now that i'm thinking about it i think it's assassination (laughs) that made me like stop liking him yeah kudos to him i guess (laughs) good performance he's good in it yeah like that's the scene i hate like i (sighs) felt myself shrivel up watching that when we were watching i felt so uncomfortable his character is already creepy, yeah. and there's a specific scene in it where, like, the creepiness just but like shoots up. But, like, I, I don't know, because I already guess I had this general distrust in him, and it was just like, yep, fucking knew it. <laughs> Even though it's a character. Even it's a movie. Yeah, we all had the same takeaway from that movie. I, I'm saying I have personal issues with that man. I can have critical movie thinking skills and understand that, yes, that scene is horrible and bad yeah. and creepy. I felt... I Do I not watch... I watch Community every fucking night before I go to bed. Yeah. Like, I look at Joel McHale every goddamn day of my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. I don't know. He's... he's. I think he's hot. I think it's problematic that I think he's hot <laughs> in that movie. I have some things I probably need to unpack. I've seen every episode of the Joel McHale show. I watched the soup, the soup with Joe McHale. I remember you guys. I remember when you guys were watching the soup. Yeah, we watched the soup a lot a couple years ago. You still got the soup on Plex? Yeah, I think no. so. Oh, we do. It's no. a lot of episodes. Yeah. Damn. But anyways, um, SS Nation Nation. That's all. Um, I actually did want to recommend the article I read today. Oh yeah, it's called. Molly's got it printed on paper. I printed this article out and I annotated it and then I gave it to my coworker and she also read and annotated it. It's called <laughs> The Anxiety of Influencers by Barrett Swanson from Harper's Magazine. It's about a year old, like I think on the dot. Um, this like English professor and journalist went to go live in a like hype house for a weekend to kind of get a sense of like, I heard TikTok about oh this going God. around. This it is an incredible read. Wow. Um, so much to do with like identity and the self. And then there's this one part that really got to me. This is like it talks about like the government and like labor a lot. How these people are. It's like basically like their labor is like their body and their yeah. content. And um, like he like she points out that this like other writer um says that fascist governments aim to maintain the status quo by providing citizens with the means to express themselves aesthetically without reforming their lives materially um which is things about tiktok and how like these people talk about they have to toe the line and not be political yeah yeah like that. you can you true. can you, you know it's like they have a dichotomy right the people in the hype house say like oh my god i don't think it's the hype house it's one of those ones though but they're like, oh, my God, you know, the government's so afraid of us. Like, that never before have people been able to, like, just say anything. Like, we all have a voice. Mm-hmm. And then 
in the same breath they say but we can't talk about politics because like we don't want to upset brands right and they don't explicitly say it in that way but like yeah but oh you know you want to yeah be neutral and how you have to like edit the self in a way that makes it palatable for large audiences i think that has like relevance in any movie where you're talking about social media like the refinement and cultivation of image is such a it's such an interesting topic to go into and i think they do it in this movie like very much in an explicitly satirical way where these girls are like refining the image of just being like interested in true crime and like funny like journalists but also at the same time it like speaks to a real thing of like hiding like insidious parts of yourself to make yourself seem more palatable to a viewership Mm -hmm. but yeah the article is fantastic she also compares um there's just so there's just so much to unpack like there's so much about the self so much about like I think labor politics and identity and then like the government thing is really fascinating. And then all of this is in context with like political events of um, just like all this other stuff going on. I think she was there in September of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I think the context for this, I know the context for this is like the California wild wildfires were going on. And I think as well, it was when Donald Trump was still trying to get TikTok banned. So they're all talking about uh, yeah. this. Yeah, that is the context. So um it's it's very interesting. I think oh, it's it's definitely worth the read. What is it called again? Repeat the title. Uh it's called The Anxiety of Influencers and it talks about like mental health in midst all this. So the a reason she was interested in this topic was because like her students would all write about stuff like being influenced or whatever and they were all like depressed and she noticed like an uptick in like the need for mental health resources on campus Mm. like the uptick in people writing about like mental illness like in their own lives like in coming from such a wide variety of students like who outwardly you might not think so she's like this has to be a cultural issue Mm -hmm. and it's crazy and like the anxiety of these influencers specifically like about relevance (laughs) is a big point she makes it's it's awesome and she and she um What's the word? She does it kind of like an allegory of like the influencers trying to like maintain relevance with her trying to maintain relevance in her teaching job and like her position at the university. So like comparing like university studies and like really everything like we're all influenced by like algorithm and like our daily lives. It's such a good read. Wow. Anyways. Um, So I, I only had three recommendations. The first one is ginger snaps oh uh, i thought about that um, while we were watching this nice. movie because you remember when we tried to rate them with moon phases and moon got phases, really fucking yeah. confused i think we should it's bring that back simple rating scheme um but yeah ginger snaps um my second re- recommendation is a youtube video called a shout out from T- tara and raven um, yes Uploaded on January second, two thousand nine, um, on the channel XX Bloody X Kiss XX, and the second O in Bloody is a zero. Um, so yeah, look that up. A shout out from Taryn Raven, pretty good video. And then my third recommendation is the Zodiac Killer guy. I figured his name is Thomas Henry Horan, and he has a book called. The Myth of the Zodiac Killer, a Literary Investigation by Thomas Henry Horan. 
and he's the the guy who has the theory about how the Zodiac killer was a hoax. And I actually heard about this from on a podcast. Someone like recommended a podcast to me called um, the um, the podcast is called the Opperman Report, and um, the episode is called the Great Zodiac Killer Ho- Hoax with Thomas Henry Horan. Horks. <laughs> great zodiac killer hoax but yeah it's very interesting um because i believe that the cops would do that <laughs> and make up um blame some stuff that they did on a serial killer mm-hmm. and pretend that was real and also use uh agent a cartoonist in the fucking newspaper because like what what does a cartoonist business have business in this murder investigation, you know? He's just anyway. a man of, he's, it's just Jake Gyllenhaal, man. Just he's, like, he's just like that. Yeah. We've seen Nightcrawler. We know. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, okay. Nightcrawler also. Did you mention that? No, yeah. yeah. Do you think Jake Gyllenhaal solves true crime secretly? <laughs> no. Okay. Hear me out, boss. That man, there's like crime. a weird axis, right? And it goes from like moderately weird. And I would put celeb like, a good amount of celebrities on like moderately weird mm-hmm. um he is on a separate part of the axis that delves into the strange i i think he is a strange guy and I, not in a creepy not in a bad way no. just he's strange i would be a little frightened to be alone in a room with him <laughs> i think he's like doing a bit a lot because there's um especially like i don't know that man doesn't shower okay and he has a reputation of, for stinking instead of okay. <laughs> really yes that is, he is weird he's a stinky guy he's stinky yeah he has a reputation for being stinky instead of doing plugs we could we should talk about celebrity weirdness okay so <laughs> with this guy um uh jake gyllenhaal when the spider-man movie that he was in when it, he was doing the press tour for that he was like doing a lot of like he was being weird in the media a lot yeah. but that's it felt that's forced weird it, no but it, it felt like he was doing a bit and it, it like it felt like the same type of bit that the hollywood handbook podcast uh, does yeah, okay. so like that it feels like there's like a level of self-awareness where like um he's just like playing you know weirder version of himself yeah i think like that doing a bit but the showering thing is pretty weird <laughs> i i agree with that I read an interview with like somebody who's friends with him a long time ago and some of the stuff in that made me go like, huh. Okay. But um Yeah. I think he's a genius. I think he's somebody who's so, so, so smart that he's just strange. Yeah. He's on like I think he's like kind of operating on a different level than other people. Yeah. I realize like he's in a lot of my favorite movies. And I like just the other day I was thinking about it and I was like God, he really is like always present and always has been, and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's just and then there's guys. Brie Larson, God, <laughs> who is just quirky on Twitter. She scares me too. <laughs> she doesn't scare me. I don't understand her. What about I don't, Brie Larson? Brie Larson's she's so weird on the weird internet. Weird shit on Twitter. She'll like post a selfie and then it'll the have the weirdest be... fucking caption. <laughs> yeah, it's basically you know that meme where it's like she's so crazy, I love her, and it's the girl with the that's pizza Brie rolls Larson on, her head. on the on Twitter. That's every single Brie Larson. If you scroll through her media tab, every single thing is a post like that. She's like, I'm so random and laughing in front of her soup. Yeah, like <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. It's, do you think she's running her own social media? I yes. don't. I don't know. I think that it's some. I don't know. It's weird to me. It's bad. It's weird decisions. I, I don't know if she's like out of touch yes. or if it's a bit. But 
I don't oh, like whatever no, she has an she's NFT doing. profile picture. Yeah, she yeah. does. Oh my god. Anyway, well, I'm sorry, but this is the first Brie Larson picture I saw on Twitter. So, oh yeah, that was yeah. She posted that a few days ago. <laughs> I follow her, of course. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal um, and Brie Larson, <laughs> and that's yeah. that on those two. Yep, and that's it. Bye. Oh wait, we uh, got to do our sign-offs. Uh, you can follow me at Not a Career Card and everything. You can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby reference on everything. You can find me at Letterbox at Midsummer Queen, and then I changed my Twitter ad again, and I want to share it because I think it's funny. You did? I'm Nouveau Bish. Yeah. Nouveau you Bish. Said that last oh, time. oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like Nouveau Bitch, but with an with E at an the e. end. Yeah. Nouveau Bitch with an E at the end. And it's French. <laughs> um you can follow the show at tipsy terror on twitter tipsy terror pod at gmail.com if you want to email us and tipsy terror.com tipsy terror rip tipsy terror wtf tipsy terror pub dot pub uh bye bye bye